Welcome back once again, listeners, one and all. The last few times, some things have happened. Uh, Some special things have happened. And some... um, You know what? I'm just going to let the party go over it. You sure you don't want to take care of it? You're on a roll there. Yeah. Are you gonna I mean, make? Are you gonna make is us? My des- thing. Are you gonna make us describe <laughs> the opposite encounters because we don't really know what went on either? So that that could make it pretty fun. Oh. Or we just all have to go listen back and figure out what happened. Good luck. All right, <laughs> listeners, you get to sit here and just listen to our reactions for the next <laughs> <laughs> two hours. <laughs> uh, seeing as you're the only one who was there for both of those, you want to go ahead, Tex? Yes. Alright, so, in the first uh, split party adventure, and I do say split party because there is technically four of them, the uh, girls went on a uh, building chasing adventure. All throughout the night, they chased buildings that were mysteriously moving, eventually coming to a house in the middle of a flower field. I mean, that's pretty much sums that one up. Yep. I think I might know something about that. And <laughs> on the second part of our split party adventure, Fritz and Sig Trigger um, had to play a game. And an unexpected winner happened. Go figure. I don't know if it was unexpected. Well, character-wise, considering what kind of game it was, you would think the other would have happened, but... No, I just went off of the, uh, the... I I went off of the foreknowledge that you like to do weird things with games, so I was just going to do something that was very not standard for the game, that's the way it worked. (laughs) And it worked hey. out that way, so hey, I mean, it worked out for me. I, pl- I planned it right. <laughs> and this is the conclusion of that um, two-part adventure. We go to open the door. Yes, so we will start with Callie and Yumi. We've knocked on the door, no answer, and then you open the door. Before you stands a dimly lit room with a table in its center. And your friend Zug. You don't know which one's currently in charge, so this is Zug. And he seems to be let's see if I remember correctly, you were putting the game board pieces back where they go. Also uh slightly audibly talking to himself. Yes. A, a full conversation talking to them. A full one-sided <laughs> conversation talking to himself. What about? Ah, uh, so we'd be talking about, um, I guess what it would sound like is it's, uh, it's more like confusion and, uh, like he, so, uh, you'd look at the, you'd look at the tag and it would be, uh, it would be Sig who's currently 
got the tag out and it's uh he's talking and it's sounding like you know kind of little blips and stuff kind of slip through the conversation and he's mentioning that uh stuff about how you know you say you want to return the favor not really sure how that's possible and just kind of stuff along those lines uh it's almost like they're having a sort of uh moment to better understand one another but the audible portion is uh six is there anybody else in the room currently no okay so that's where you are you've been missing for forever could say the same about you two. Well, we spent... That whole time to sit down and have a conversation and play a game. And he's going to motion to the game board that he's putting back together. Did you even attempt to look for us? Uh, I had a couple things that were really shocking with the whole situation. And uh, I was talking to what... Fritz is telling me is uh, the element of I believe it's air kind of said that I had to help him test someone and it turned out to be Fritz actually until you walked into that door I didn't even know there was a door there so that's news to me alright did you create a pact with the element or do we still need to find them and do that Fritz got the pact not quite the same terms as yours but it's more of a call on them and they'll answer sort of situation something about the honorable hunter and not wanting to be restrained I don't, um... Really... I don't have any particular uh, preferences one way or the other on what their terms are. I just want to make sure that the pact is done so that, you know, the thing we're all trying to avoid doesn't happen. That's all. Well, no, I only said so that way you don't try to speak to him through that because I don't ah. I guess we don't really know if it works the same way I see ah so it's broken more that he doesn't want to ride around like a pet as he said it <laughs> he would rather stay and live his life on the mountain hunting his prey and then call when he is needed, or answer when he is called for and needed. Though, Yelby, did you hear a moment ago? There wasn't a door here until you opened it. Hmm. I think... If I get to pick a domain of what I'm in charge of, even as a uh, half-god, I hope it's about doors. Well, I don't know if that's actually a thing, but it might be. 
<laughs> I think it'd be very fun. Tend to get them open a lot when you guys get stuck. Though, I do have to ask, would you also be in charge of windows, or is that somebody else? <laughs> She'll shrug. I don't know that I've seen you open very many windows. I mean, a lot of windows kind of open like doors, so I figured maybe kind of the same thing. Oh yeah, but you gotta climb through a window. I just want to walk through a door. I don't know, I could ask Jack if he knows anybody. <laughs> Alright, well, this board looks back to where it was when we when I first walked in here, so... All except the purple building. Maybe I'm going to put that purple building back then. Okay. Um... <laughs> I'm going to look at this board... Are there the same kind of colors on this board as we are seeing on, seeing on the buildings outside? <laughs> this board, as you look at it, is the exact layout of the town. Where the colored buildings are in the exact places where they started at the, be at the beginning of the night and everything. So is this when he puts the purple building down and you hear a bang outside? No, okay. you don't hear a bang. <laughs> you look out the window, a window appears, and you look out the window, and it is, uh, dawn is rising. Um, Sig, did you? Yes. What is the purpose of this game here? What were you doing? Uh, the purpose was to test. No, no, no. I just mean the uh, game itself. Like, were you moving those pieces around? Oh, I mean. I moved uh, these ones over here. He's going to motion to the reds, and then uh, Fritz moved the blue ones. Kind of look over at Yelby. She'll just look over the game. Oh, so do you, like, collect money and put houses down everywhere? No, it's, uh, it's testing a warrior's medal. Uh, one person defends, and it's a uh, challenge to see how long you can... Hold as a defender against a driven attacker. I. That seems far too complicated. He'll be. I think. Look, this is the same. I, I think this is how the buildings were moving outside. We were told that they would want the village put back together again, so that adds up. She will show the map they have been drawing all night. It, it matches to a T to the point where uh, when uh, Sig looks at the paper the final map looks identical to what the final end results of the game were <laughs> yeah that definitely was uh, the conclusion right there when Fritz took the purple uh, purple building over Where's the purple building supposed to go anyway? Because the lady said she was supposed to be across town, but... I don't know. When uh, Roll me a perception check there, you'll be. Well, thank God she's inside. Got a <laughs> chance. I can only relay what I was told by text, so... 
12. <laughs> a 12. Alright, so you'll notice two things. First, thinking about what Zug said before, he just reset all the pieces. And um, second, when you look at the map, the purple building is in the dead center of town. the purple building being in a weird middle of the field thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was after the victory was uh, had, after he captured it, got moved out to the field. He's in kind of motion to a spot on the board that's off to the side. It got put over to this uh, location. Mm. Okay. Well, I was going to take that piece, but I think they <laughs> might need it more than that if it's magic and stuff. I wonder what would happen if you were to carry a piece, like, just carry it? Would someone go outside and see a house flying around? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, let's, let's, I, let's take a look. You see there the window? I, I wanna... don't know the limits, but <laughs> generally these this sort of magic is only over a certain area, so... I don't think it would carry once you got outside the area, but it could. I just want to uh, look out the so. window and pick up a piece of the house that I think <laughs> is right outside the window that I can kind of see. Wait. So yeah, you look out the window and you judge by what color that building is and you pick up that piece. Yeah. And the building outside doesn't move. So, uh, Sig's going to point to the board at a spot a little bit down the way. Uh, put it over there on the board see if it moves to that spot well no I don't want to get stuck playing this game <laughs> we, we just put it back we're just just curious uh, no I'm going to put it back right now okay <laughs> she'll put it back down I don't want to end up in this world of Jumanji where I just start a piece and then it, there we go <laughs> uh. Uh, I'm pretty sure you would have already been in the board if that was the case. Let's see. I'm trying to think of a way to explain that in game. Nope, ain't got nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> huh? put it back. Oh man. DM just gives up. <laughs> <laughs> well, unless that, unless that particular uh, spirit or elemental comes back, it's not really a way to explain it. <laughs> and it's Dawn, and he's nowhere to be found. Uh, anyway, I'd like to go to the door. And get the uh, fancy golden key. So we can go back to the tavern. So I will present uh, the door a la Vanna White style uh, to my buddies. Uh, before you do that, I do, I kind of require to, you know, go on my prayer. So I'll be quick. And he's going to face do his uh, morning prayer real fast kind of a short one and then join you over at the door 
his celestial prayers. Alright. And you open the door and return to the tavern. And the tavern's busy like normal. The ghost is hurrying around serving drinks. The little uh, mice bar hops are jumping around and cleaning stuff and moving plates around. Did you just say that the bar hops were hopping? <laughs> I mean, technically, yes. Amazing. Yes, I did. And the gatekeeper looks up from the task he is currently doing. And he says, oh, you have returned. And I see one of you has a bit more magic than when you left. That's awfully vague. Talking about your your contract. I can sense the magic contracts. Hmm. I was never really a fan of contracts. Too binding. Aren't I'm sorry. I don't under I don't know if this is rude or not to ask, Sig, but you just said that you had to do morning prayers because you have to do them every single morning to the goddess that you serve and the contract is too binding? Well, to be fair, the goddess that I served, um, my people were created from and by and in the image of, so I actually knew and walked with her. I served on the battlefield with her a few times. So I wouldn't necessarily say it's a contract, more of a, a connection back to the old life. I see. If I remember correctly, that's to my dead mom. Hmm. <laughs> so they say. I almost feel sorry for him. I wonder if they become mine, because... Do they get forwarded? She looks at the gatekeeper. <laughs> that's a question. Does she um, inherit them? No. Plus, I'm, I don't think so. Plus, I'm pretty sure uh, <laughs> my people are not interested in following any gods after what uh, their uh, the sister did to them. Uh, your aunt, I must add. Uh, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, there, Sig Trigger, but your people are still very devout to Ira. Yeah, but. I don't think they would trust anybody else outside of Ira because of what Tamara did. I feel like there's a comment in there about family, but I don't know much about that either. <laughs> Callie's just going to shrug a little bit very much in the don't look at me kind of mood. <laughs> You'll be yeah. try. Very, very mixed bag. Uh, 
Alright. So, you've successfully made a contract with the Twilight Eagle. Very nice. He didn't make you play some weird game or uh, have you do some kind of word-based puzzle, did he? Uh, word-based puzzle, no. Uh, actually, it was a very old... It was kind of modeled and modified off of a game we used to play with the young recruits in heading into officer roles back in my uh, my with my people, so... Rules were a little bit not right, but same concept. Yeah, he's a bit of a bird brain, so be patient with him. Well, he also did say you bluster too much, so... Kelly's just gonna nod a little. <laughs> Alright, um, while you are all here, the items that were brought back from your an old adventure with some friends from another world uh, they're ready and they have been um, I guess prepared for this world ah uh, yes yeah, so <laughs> each of you the items the second best team the or second worst team gets to go back uh, hopefully they're doing alright they were definitely a odd bunch so apparently are we are we now the second best, or are we the best now? I'm not sure. Um, we saved the best because we were the second best, but then they came back, so were they still well, the best? I would argue that the fact that they needed saving from us, us would allow us to take the title. Hmm. I believe uh, it is an earned title. You know, I think I can use that against him, so yes, you are now the best. Excellent. You'll be able to take her egg. Callie will reach over and how many eggs you'll be able to have in this game? I don't know. But she'll have them. <laughs> Callie will reach over and pick up a palm-sized cube with four colors on it. So, uh, pick up his little creature thing and this is when the fun uh, happens. Uh, uh, this uh, creature, as soon as you pick it up there, Sig, it says, feed me. Food. <laughs> so he's going to look at the barkeep. Nah, do you happen to have any live anything here or something um, I can give? Um, let's see. I don't happen to have any crickets on hand. I know he likes them. Crickets, these things. I know my children often say they like chickens hmm. it's a look at the creature uh, I think a chicken's a little large yes how about a mini chicken <laughs> a mini chicken hmm, I can probably do let's see and he reaches into this bag on his uh, like, almost like a fanny pack in front of it that's disguised as like a belt buckle and he pulls out this um about six inch long uh, purple centipede and 
holds it above the the creature for you to take. So I mean, he's gonna, I guess, grab the centipede and show it to the little little creature he got. Will this work for you? It's it's like a little pumpkin head that's trying to jump up and attack attack this thing. And you lower it down so the thing teeth. can get to it. And eat it. Hey, for any listeners, stay tuned for the Halloween episode so you get what's going on. Well, I, thought, I thought the little mini jack-o'-lantern creature thing was a good indication for Halloween, but yes, definitely Halloween. The gatekeeper looks at the screen. Time is strange here. <laughs> Time does what it wills. It's a man-made and construct. As, once this thing finishes eating, it looks up at you and what item of clothing or wearable item would you turn this, would this thing turn into when you think of it? Um, so he already has the necklace, so it wouldn't be a necklace. I think the next item of, um, sort of like a small thing that he could have on him would probably be a ring, because he's not going to wear this thing like an outfit. It's got to be a little bit bigger than, than jewelry. Bigger jewelry? Mm-hmm. Oh, I got No. No, no. What about a glove? It could technically be a glove. Well, he doesn't want to exactly wear it on an appendage, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he may not be tasty could, food, but he doesn't want to test that It theory. could be a bracer. What about a fanny pack? <clears throat> fanny packs are horrible. A large belt buckle. <laughs> a, a scarf. <laughs> <laughs> a coin pouch. I could do maybe belt buckle. Belt buckle. <coughs> All right. And as it as as you think about it, this thing uh, turns into this uh, uh, almost like a jack o' lantern belt buckle. Very stylish. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you put it on. You now have the ability to activate its effect. I'd almost say the first time he puts it on, it'd probably activate without knowing he can activate it. There you go. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so got to put this belt buckle onto his belt. You know, fasten it back up again, and um, he's no longer an orc standing before you. He's a little bit taller, human man, long hair, and braids going down the back, and a nice big full beard. Very pale. Uh, he probably looks just as shocked as you look. <laughs> what? Oh, I'm I'm gonna almost assume he doesn't notice unless he's like looking at his hands. I mean, he probably would have been as he's, you know, putting on a belt buckle and making sure it's there. Like, everything's where it should be with a belt buckle and he's looking down. So you'd see his hands. What just happened? <laughs> oh, are you one of those changelings too and you've just been hiding as an orc this entire time as well? 
No, that... Fritz is definitely an orc. Well, you're not anymore. You're a little... What? What is happening here? Is this just an illusion of sorts? Gonna, like, reach over and, like... I don't know. Touch... Maybe... You said... Does he have pointed ears? You said? Human no, ears? Human. He's okay. very much human-looking in I don't know. Aspect. Gonna, like, lightly tug at his hair or something. Like, his beard or something. See how real this is. It, well, not it that hurts. hard, but just like a little... <laughs> Have you, you see? Here's the thing with that: a light tug on a beard hurts more than a full tug on a beard. Nah, not really. <laughs> when you haven't had a beard in a while. Okay, now I that mean, we're playing the game of poke, <laughs> Yobi's gonna also do it. <laughs> but she'll probably like poke his shoulder just to see. Yeah, he's gonna just you know he pulled the beard. He's like, ah, okay, it's enough. Yeah, so blonde hair, blonde hair, blonde beard. So the this gatekeeper's is... laughing. <laughs> does the the Thanks. does the item generate a new body then, or is it just a magical effect that's temporary? I don't under. I don't fully know in that regard. I didn't do this the last time, so... Looks at the gatekeeper. Oh. <laughs> He's laughing. It seems uh, your will to look different than what you were is um, significantly stronger than what your little pumpkin friend there anticipated. So and then he goes, goes he, to explain. He is going to go try to find a mirror, though, when he goes to explain. There, I mean, there's one... There's one behind the bar yeah, with all the liquors and stuff stacked up on it. And so this is the item he has is called a mirror mimic. And when worn as an item, an accessory, it can cause you to take the form of your greatest desire. And it seems that his greatest desire is what he used to look like got to look between the gatekeeper and Sig a few times and just... Sig, you wouldn't happen to be willing to allow me to borrow that, would you? <laughs> uh, he's gonna kind of be like, just... So the first thing he's checking when he gets in the mirror is he kind of, you know, checks his face everything, everything's where it's supposed to be. And he turns his head to see how long his braids are. Um... That was explained in the solo, but um, he's gonna kind of look over and uh, we could maybe try at some point. You look very squishy. With friends like these, who needs enemies? (laughs) (laughs) I just... If it allows you to take on the form of whatever you desire yourself to look like, then I could theoretically be a dragon again. 
and it got sad. <laughs> womp womp. Ah. Uh. Like I said, we can definitely see about that. I just, I haven't been able to look upon this face and you know this stuff, uh, these features, or anything for a very long, a very long time. No, I understand your uh, the the sentiment. Go ahead for now. I mean, I wouldn't even fit in this space anyway. So, uh, but I would like to try it later just to see if it works. Perhaps you could try that in your next location. It will be quite open. Mm. Where is the next place anyway? That will be the great city in the oasis. place where you grew up. Fritz is glad he didn't have to meet any of his former tribes, tribes members. He'll be a little nod. Okay. Is there anything we should know about this place before going? Uh, it's hot. Wear oh. less. <laughs> I would like to specify before the gatekeeper answers just then. It's just that Kelly was asking Yulby. <laughs> Alright, I can change into something a bit lighter. Um I have I have concerns with trying that item there, considering your reaction when you first saw dragons on our journey. Oh, I was in the arena very often. Um, not sure about the rest of the town. That's their own business. I didn't really ask about that. You could probably get some challenges if you really wanted. Make some good coin there, too. Do dragons compete often? No. Okay. They're dragon-like things. Very similar and close. But you tell me it's not the same, so it's whatever. <sighs> Sheila just looks confused, but will nod. I didn't say that I would like to take I didn't a say that the dragons oh. you fought were not the same as the dragons I know necessarily, just that dragons can be different. I don't know what you fought, I never saw it. Mm. Well, depending on the battle, some of them were winged and some of them were sharp teeth and wasn't too bad. Anyway, 
I'd like to take a nap before we go. Yes, your usual rooms are prepared. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. Alright, so do y'all want to do... Does What kind of nap is you'll be taking here? Like a zone the fuck out and we pass just out stayed for like eight out hours. all night. We're gonna <laughs> hit level of exhaustion. I ain't risking it, so I'm doing the full rest, please and thanks. <laughs> yes, I'll take full rests. Cool. Callie is gonna be distracted by this belt buckle for a few more moments, but then we'll eventually be like, nah, I should probably sleep. After that, then I'm good to go. I'll come out in a more breezy outfit. <laughs> Softer breezy. fabrics. Still weapons and armors and stuff, but still good. Loose fitting and airy clothing. Yep. A desert dweller's best friend. Especially <laughs> what, uh. Especially what. Fritz has been Fritz and Sigma wearing the whole time, so probably just get rid of the heavier layers underneath the cloak. <laughs> you have an all-terrain cloak. I mean, just it's take out a couple. All weather. <laughs> take out a couple layers. That's all you gotta do. Yeah, Kelly's just changing back into her like simple, not very layered adventures outfit that she left her fairly tropical island on originally. <laughs> Because tropical heat is different well, than Well, Callie heat, is not very aware of that, but she is dressing lighter, so it counts. I mean, she's aware of it, sort of, because yeah, she got Callie's stuck in the desert for a second. Desert. But, like, you know, she's like, okay, how else do I dress for desert heat? Lighter letter layers. Got it. Well, there was also a freak rainstorm in that desert that while is, you were that there, is valid. so. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like steamy heat right then <laughs> I think the only other thing of note Yobi would put her hair all the way up in a high ponytail this time I think that's more traditional to what the look she had was before she left it's fair it's very fair stretch and be ready to go. Alright, um, would y'all care for breakfast before you leave or you just want to head straight out? Breakfast is, uh, always a good choice before we leave. Oh, we should try the food there. It's much better. I mean, I guess I'll take the recommendation I of the local. We'll do the same. <laughs> The gatekeeper seems somewhat hurt by that. And this is no, no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the point of traveling all over the world and not trying all the foods? Oh no, it was the it was the comment of uh, the food's better there. It got me. Of course it is. It's fine. Of course it is. <laughs> 
every single person in the world, for the most part, there are exceptions to this rule, tends to love home-cooked food over anywhere else. Well, so yeah. the food of home is fair. It's fair that the food of home is better. Okay. And he motions to the door. The door is set. You may leave at any time. Who are we getting this time? Yulby's gonna be back to opening the door again. <clears throat> well, the spirit of fire should be here. The elemental of fire should be there. Alright, gonna consult uh, my book. I know about the fire person. Oh, we don't have uh, a carry-on from you to bring along this time? Uh, no. Um, not this time. And I, I think as he's speaking about this, I want all three of you to roll me perception checks. Thirteen for you'll be. I got ten. That's a twenty-one. A ten. It's, I mean, it's. Oh, nice. So, the only one that is high enough to notice this, as he is speaking, is Callie. And as he is saying this, Callie will notice this very. Um, angry little ball of very bright white fluff in what looks to be an open cage kennel on the bar behind or on the counter behind the bar um it seems to be bouncing all over yeah I'm just gonna notice this and stifle a laugh <laughs> and then just kind of like gently elbow you'll be a little bit and gesture over she'll grin and then she'll elbow Zug as well as gesture too <laughs> I hate, hate Sig would just shake his head his opinion is known The gatekeeper grins at y'all's reactions and says, yes, yes, go on. <laughs> okay, talk to you later. Bye! <laughs> Have fun, little cat! <laughs> Run out the door. <laughs> uh, run. Wonderful. <laughs> and you exit out into... You're not in the main city gates yet. You're in a... Uh, you'll be will notice this from when she left. This is a town about a two-hour walk to the main city. Just outside. It's a little ir uh, irrigated farm town. Ah, yes. She breathes in deeply. The best air. <laughs> I feel like it's a little dry. 
Of course. <laughs> Why would it be wet? Well, I usually like a little bit more humidity than this, but I can manage. Uh, I would like to playfully spritz Zug with some light water via precipitation. <laughs> <laughs> That's just about the perfect Happy level. Happy to be of assistance. Oh, you were going on about your book thing? Oh, yes. Let me... She's going to pull out her braille book. Flip through it a little bit. Do any of these stories indicate which one might be the fire one? Alright. Uh, the two that you know that are left are... Uh, one deep within a long dead volcano. And one high up in the clouds. Mm-hmm. Do the stories about either of these? I mean, I'm going. I want to assume that fire equals volcano, but okay. That is. I mean, that is the story true. talks about it being a. Does there <laughs> is there anything else I can glean from this story? Uh, yes. Um, so the story is uh, the spirit of fire took residence underneath a hub of life and takes control of all or taking control of all that keeps the city safe this this fire tames the rock below it and the and bakes the air above it. Alright. Gonna read over the story. Read over it a second time. Then look up at her companions. Just... It is by far the, the most vague one. <laughs> story doesn't tell me much. Uh, just that we're looking for a volcano presumably beneath the city. My hint there says the hub of life. So, is there a certain city around here that was the original city on this continent? You'll be You'll be, this is your sound. Give me a history check, you'll be. <laughs> cool. How's a natural three <laughs> for a one? <laughs> I knew her shrugging was the correct move. <laughs> I didn't even have to roll for it. Amazing. <laughs> With that roll, you'll <laughs> essentially the information that you'll be should have to you'll be doesn't exist. <laughs> She'll shrug. She's like, I don't even know if I was taught that. <laughs> you could just go ask Pop Up. He'll know. Um, in that case, lead the way. Yes. 
Might as well. Yep. They begin heading towards the two hours towards this large city. Oh wait, I can get banana nut. It's been a while. It has. Yes, you can do that. What happened to my chariot? Actually, now that I think about it. So the chariot is still there. Banana nut claimed it. Remember? Ah, uh, yes. Because banana is technically a fae spirit. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's theirs now. Yeah. We can ride on Banana Nut. And my fancy-ass chariot. Um, then Sig can uh, do his ritual cast for his uh, white Attracts. horse that he rides. Makes sense. For, for what is currently going on. I also did finally come up with a name for it, so I have it in my notes. I don't know how long it's been in my notes, but it's in my notes. <laughs> you know, we don't need the sign anymore. <laughs> uh, I don't know how long this sort of magic transformation will last, and I assume if... Uh, my little friend here is hungry, then it won't be going, so I think for now, until I fully understand what's going on, we should probably keep it. Okay. I wonder if we could, uh, teach, teach your little friend to make faces like the, like the paper, so that your belt buckle is the paper. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely a horrible joke in that statement, but... <laughs> ah, that's something, maybe. I don't think I'd go for that symbol necessarily, but... Fritz might. And you have taken the time to summon both of your valiant steeds... Banana nut needs a severe brushing. It looks like it was rolling around in the the uh, leaves and dirt. That is fine. Tracks. <laughs> You're gonna get the biggest of hugs from Yolby. The perfect horse. It whinnies happily. And then you'll have Sig just climbs up on his horse. Callie will take her usual place behind you will be probably in the ah. chariot this time ah chariot for milady <laughs> it's a little nice nice smooth ride in the desert <laughs> it's just sand <laughs> yeah until it hits a spot of loose sand and just buries itself There's a reason why chariots aren't a thing in, you know, the <laughs> desert. Shh. <laughs> 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 <I> has plans. <laughs> Alright. So, off in the distance, before you head out, this, what you can see in the far distance is what looks like a raised structure. You, can't, you don't get any details. But just beyond that structure, there are two very large 
desert palms just growing up above this structure. And you begin to head towards the city of Bastion. And that is where we will stop for the night. Mm, the city of Bastion reminds me of a character I have. <laughs> did not name it that way on purpose or at least not for that reason I don't care if you didn't I'm taking it that way <laughs> it is how I shall acknowledge it Yes, we can do the things. Hold on a second. So I held a cough there. So we want to hear from you about you and how you're listening and um, how um, how you can. I don't know where I'm going with that sentence. Uh, definitely leave a rating review in your podcatcher of your choosing. Um, we did find out or through a couple of people that uh, Spotify is mean so um, you can't actually leave a review you can just leave uh, your stars but you know you know the story the one star mean star five stars best stars and uh, yeah let us know what you like and not liking and how you're liking our journey of uh, you know, so since far? Spotify doesn't let you write something in, you could always leave us a rating on Spotify and then pop into our Discord to be like, Hey guys, you know that rating you just got? Go ahead and attach this review to it. And we'd love to see it. Yeah, we'd definitely love to see it. Or if you don't do it there, just do it on our social medias at FaithsRest on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We'll see it and we'll post it. Oh, yeah. And lastly, I leave you all with the topic of the week. And this time, I was kind of split on this one. On one hand, I have a, um, a tiny little uh, elemental that is really pissed off in a cage, which could have been fun to touch on. Or I have a bunch of really cool items that I want to go over. Hmm. I think we'll do... Let's talk about what... Those those times when the DM gives you uh, an item or a pet or a NPC that is just completely odd. I want to hear about those things. Odd like the ability to appear as your long, dead body. But not dead. It's kind of odd. I have quite a puzzle on my Sunday games about this pet I've got. Not quite a pet, <laughs> more of a companion. <laughs> You're welcome. 
Ask me about it. I'll tell you more. <laughs> One of my games, we have a garbage disposal. His name. You mean his, a body disposal? His name disposal? is Honey, and we love him. Them, them. They have not expressed a gender. Unless a jar counts. I don't know if it counts. <laughs> okay then. We <laughs> love you. Got weird. Right. <laughs> Goodbye. 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 <laughs>